Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm the one they call Justin. And it is your pleasure to be here with us. Not the other way around. Let's set this story fucking straight. You need us way more than we need you. All right? Doug. Doug, Doug, Hey! Hey! hey, We talked about this. This is a contractual agreement here and we're renegotiating it. We're buying you out. You hear You're me? You're telling us how much this job is worth. Yeah. By law. We buy you out. And you know what that means? We're going to dissolve the board of directors. We're going to fire 25% of the staff, but it's going to be great. Because there's going to be free speech. Say whatever you want. Did you make up a new slur? Try it out. This is where you do it. Right here. That's right. But we buy you out. You don't buy us out. Piece of shit. Speaking of crazy CEOs buying things out, are are you going to stay on Twitter or are you going to jump ship? I feel less inclined to be on Twitter, especially over the last forty eight hours and this the shit I've I've heard and and whatnot. I'm like, I mean, um, I mean, it, it'll probably take one big push, and I'll be like, okay, one less thing for me to have to worry about. We're done here. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I don't have to manage this thing that nobody interacts with. Oh no. You know, like it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not terribly uh, thrilled with Elon buying Twitter and whatever stupid ass plans he has uh, yeah. for this. Um, I read a really interesting article. Can't remember the title of it, but they basically they're like, good luck, Elon. You don't realize the shit you've waited <gasps> into because this is not an engineering problem that you can solve with time. Yeah. This is a yeah. inherent human flaw. It's a people problem. And you can't solve this. It's an ongoing issue that will always be there. So good luck. You don't know what when you've you done. An ongoing issue that will always be there. Just Twitter itself. Just humanity. Just humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Eli doesn't understand Elon. Eli. Elon doesn't understand humanity. Period. Like, yeah. Doesn't no. matter. Like he's the the least uh, empathetic, uh, connectable person that uh, I think has ever walked the planet, next to Zuckerberg. Yeah, I don't know which one's worse. Yeah. Here here Zuckerberg. I don't know, man. I don't know which one's worse. But can it be both? Could be. Equally worse. We could choose option C, which yeah. is all the above, you know? All of the above. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm not I'm not really uh, I mean Twitter ain't great. 
it's not a great place. Um, it's where I've spent most of my time on social media over the last couple of yeah. years. Um, I don't have Facebook anymore. Instagram has never been my thing. And we're on TikTok, but, you know. You, one day you're going to give in to doing all the TikTok dances. You'll get on the trends. I mean, I was voted best dancer in high school. so Were you? I was. But when I you're one of like the handful of guys that actually danced and like yeah. went out and danced, people, I mean, really, it's just a short list, you know? So Was there a routine that you were known for? Um, no. Probably smelling bad, being sweaty. I don't know. Um, not a not a daily hygiene hygiene routine. I'm talking about a dance routine. I remember one time uh, it was my freshman year. Uh, we had homecoming, our homecoming football game, and it was because this is how great we are in Missouri and how forward thinking we are. The dance was after the game, whereas I think in most places the game is Fire. one night and then the dance is another night. Like Bingo. game on Friday, dance on Saturday. Missouri's like, we ain't got time to split this shit up. We're doing it all in one place. And that game went to triple overtime. And it was one oh, of the t- oh. it was one of the two games we won that year, which was woo. Um, and I was like, what's the point of even showering before this dance? I'll just go right to the dance. And I thought it was would be funny. And later on, people were like, you dude, you really smelled. I was like, I'm sure I did. It was disgusting. You were correct. It was gross. Very gross. Yeah. Um, or did you change? I changed, you but did. I didn't shower, which was, I don't know what 15 year old Doug thought was funny about that, but, or clever, <laughs> but. Look, in fairness, we've discussed many stories of us in our youths and a lot of stuff that we thought might have been good ideas or funny didn't pan out to be such. So, no. you know, it doesn't matter what you, what 15 year old Doug. Doug thought was funny. You know, we all just know inherently not much of what he thought was funny was funny. Just just a sheer lack of self and social awareness. Just wasn't able to understand, you know, you see it all the time. You see teenagers that are like doing shit. You're like, oh, my God. And they're laughing. You're like, oh, no, they think that's funny. Right. It's not. It's not. It's categorically not funny. But they're like, (laughs) you're like, this is going to be one of those ones where you're going to be in the shower 13 years from now and you're going to go, oh for a brief moment you're gonna yell and you're gonna hope that no one's is around because you're like oh my god what happened you're like oh just reliving a moment for some reason this random one popped in my head you know isn't, isn't it fun I, and it wasn't until i got older that i actually started noticing like younger I, younger kids doing something stupid and i'm I, i've had that thought before where i'm like oh you're gonna down the road you will think back on this the same way that we all think back on the stuff that we that haunts us. It will haunt that you. Most people probably do not remember, but mm-hmm. for some reason, your big dumb brain won't let go of it. Just, and and it just pops like, in at the weirdest times. Weirdest I find myself time. like, I'll just go, I'll literally just go, ah! Like, I'll just do something like that. I'll turn, I'll, I'll crunch my face up and be like, get it out, get it out. Swipe, yeah. swipe, onto the next thing, onto the next thing. <laughs> Don't think about it. It's like, God damn it. No, no, no. It's just, it's really bad. It's really bad. Yeah. But you're right. That's usually. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say shout out to King, who's King Talistar. He said it was gross that I did that. You're right. It was gross. 100%. I, too, am living in the future, and I am looking at the past and realizing, yes, that was dumb and gross. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you, King Talistar. Cheers to you, King Talistar. You and your kingdom of dirt. I don't know. That's all I got. (laughs) You can. I was thinking of that hurt song of dirt yeah that's what i was thinking of so yeah i got nothing i i got nothing nothing working on there 
Was that? Was that? No. Who was that? Nine Inch Nails covered by. Uh, I almost said Johnny Hurt. No, no, Johnny Cash. Johnny Hurt. Oh, I want to make a, a persona now that's Johnny Hurt. Oh hi, I'm Johnny Hurt. My I'm head, Hurt. my head rings and I don't hear so good. But uh, you know, one of these days I'm gonna run to the wall and I'm not gonna move no more. Johnny Hurt. Out. <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I thought of. I like uh, it. Let's, uh, let's get some housekeeping out of the way here. Let's get this done. Let's let's get through the assignment. All right, gang. Uh, like, share, all that good stuff. Wherever you're listening to us, uh, do us a solid. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. Uh, hit the subscribe button. It's free. It helps us out a lot. Thanks to everyone who has been liking and subscribing. We're up to 237 subscribers. Moving right along. Thank you very much. Um, be sure to also, uh, if you want to actually spend some money, check us out. Patreon.com slash podcast. Check out our merch, redbubble.com. Uh, just type in mindgap podcast and find yourself something nice. Um, if you'd like to join our discord, the link is in the description down below. Uh, feel free to join us. Come hang out with us. Get to meet all the really cool folks that we got uh, in, in there. Like people like Tal. You could, you can hang out and talk to Tal and see all the stuff he posts about his YouTube channel. If you want to check that out. Um, and we live stream. On Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash podcast. And currently, I've changed the video game stream to Fridays at 8 p.m. Central because I'm freeing up Saturdays for D&D time. So I got to make that happen. This Saturday, by the way. This Saturday, as a reminder to the five people that are in my group, we're, 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 we're playing at 8, at 8 p.m. No, 7.30 p.m. Central. So be there on the Discord. Yeah, 7.30 p.m. Central. That's what we did last time. We did 7.30? I thought it mm-hmm. wasn't even. Uh, it was a uh, top of the hour. No. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. See, this did is why we did that. that. It was a joke Anybody? that uh, I don't think I did. You did not sign up. No. That, no. Would, that would help me greatly. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will do that moving forward. Send out Otherwise, invites. it's going to be 10 minutes after, and you'll be like, hey, man, you joining? You're like, I guess I'm going to play uh, Ash Windbreaker and uh, the Breaker of Wind. <laughs> From the land of starter. <laughs> From the land of starter. Yes. Um, we did a Gloomhaven stream last Friday. Had a really good time with Tint, Alpaca, and Slotty. We were not successful in our mission, but we had a good time. So it's a very fun game. It's one of those games that is difficult, but the challenge of it is actually what makes it fun. I was trying to explain it to my daughter where yeah. I was like, she's like, what game are you playing? I'm like, oh, it's a really hard game. It's called Gloomhaven. She's like, really? She says, is it fun? I go, it's actually fun because it's hard. She's like, I don't get it. I was like, well, you know, if everything's easy, it's not always fun. I was like, you, when you have a challenge and you do it, you're kind of like, yeah. And she's like, okay. She's like, she kind of understood that point. She's like, yeah, okay, I get it. That way you can get excited about it. I'm like, exactly. That's cool. exactly how it works. Yeah. yeah, it was a really good time. I had fun. I had a really good time. So, woo-da-woo. all right, that's housekeeping. We're done there. We're done. What is, We're done. remind me real quick, what is Gloomhaven again? Uh, I like to call it uh, Glamhufen. Uh, as you ah, know, it's a Glamhufen. Uh, it's it's actually based on a board game that is like over two hundred dollars. Um, it's a massive, massive game. Um, it's kind of it's got some D and D elements as far as mechanics, um, okay. but it's it's very difficult, and uh, it's a lot about what's called the action economy, and how smart you are with moving and using your abilities and being as efficient as possible, which is probably why Practical Doug likes it so much. Um, yeah. Because I would not 
fare well in this game. No, it's uh, it's it's real easy to kind of get lost in the sauce of that game if you're not careful. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you win, you're like, fuck yes! You get pretty excited when it works out. Because um, yeah. there's some elements you can't control that you can't really plan for. You're like, well, okay, well, that completely fucked up my entire turn. I guess that's a bunch of <laughs> wasted movement and actions. Okie dokie. Um, but you can play with up to four, or, yeah, four people total. So it was, it was really fun. It's pretty exciting. I enjoy playing it with my friends. Yes. And this Friday at 8 p.m. Central, we're going back into Overwatch 2, y'all. Playing some oh, custom okay. games. Just complete fuckery is going to be happening. So tune in for that. Is that's where we're going to run the board on you. Probably. I mean, we always got to have the water cooler gang stack up and just be like, all right, guys, let's see if you've gotten any better because they have nonverbal communication. They sync up mentally and they just like hammer us. They hammer our butts and it's good. We have to take our medicine at least once per stream. Yeah. So that's how you get better. You got to play against the best to get better. You know, absolutely. Yeah, that's how it goes. Speaking of the water cooler gang. I was just going to say, speaking of the best of the best. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this God, last weekend, I got to go up to uh, middle of nowhere, Michigan, and I got to hang out with Noah for his wedding. Congratulations, oh, Noah. <laughs> Noah got married to Hannah, and it was one of the best weddings I've been to, including my own. You know, it ranks up there. Um, yeah. It was a really good time. Uh, I got to meet a lot of the water cooler gang that I haven't met in person before. Um, I nice. got to see Alpaca again. Noah, obviously. I got to meet Bree, which was wonderful. I got to meet Rypash. Amazing. I got to meet the best man, Caleb. He was amazing. There's another uh, lady, uh, a twin, who's been playing games with us. Got to meet them. It was awesome. I got to see Austin Reno, one of my favorite people. I mean, how can that be a bad weekend? It's oh, my not. God. It was so much fun. That guy was slinging one-liners like you wouldn't believe. I was just cracking Love up it. nonstop. It was so much fun. His uh, his uh, um, his slogan for the weekend was, pull your dick out. That's kind of like what he was doing, is working that into everything he could do. He was like, pull your dick out. Um, it was really good. It didn't happen, but we were waiting. We were hopeful. So no one, no, no one's one pulled dick their dick out. out. All right. No. That's fair. That's fair. No, but it was really great. Um, you know, and this is kind of one of the things that is, was an unexpected joy about having this podcast and this community is we get to meet people. And yep. sometimes if we're lucky enough, we get to meet them in person. Yep. And in the past, that would have terrified me. The idea of like, oh my God, we're advancing our friendship to a whole new level. I couldn't wait to go and meet all these folks. And they were so it's kind. So they welcomed me in. We hung out. Uh, we played a little bit of board games on Saturday nights as much as we could. And that, you know, they just, you know, it was just great. It was a really wonderful experience. They're really good people. And yeah. the part that I find most disturbing is they're all in their, like, early to mid-20s. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm almost 40. Why right. do I have this strong of a connection with you all? You're too, <laughs> you're all too cool for me. But You're young at heart. Well, here's the thing. I do not remember being that chill when i was in my early 20s i gotta tell you these are some it gives me hope for the next generation Uh uh-huh yeah anyone's even half the caliber of the water cooler gang i mean we're gonna be okay as a human species because the empathy the kindness the compassion the the love like it, it was awesome it was such a great time and i was absolutely honored to be at the wedding it was wonderful it was so much fun it's beautiful. I mean, the way what you were describing to me and the little bit that you told me off mic was it just sounds like an absolutely beautiful celebration of two two people who are in love. And the video you sent me of of I'm assuming that was the majority of the water cooler gang dancing. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, it was a good just, portion. Again, was, was wholesome. Like, that's the only word for it. It was mm-hmm. heartwarming. It's, yeah. It's these people who are just having fun together. And yes. it's, there's no, you know, no one was, was sloppy drunk, uh, at least from the video. Uh, you know, everyone was just having a good time. No, like there was no unnecessary bullshit that looked like it was going down. It was yeah. just people having fun. It was, it was so fucking lovely to see. So it was I'm great. very, very happy at a good time and a humongous congratulations to, to Noah and Hannah. It was, uh, very happy for you too. That's yes, awesome. It was great. And one of the best parts too was Natalie was all, this is one of the best part, but she was just upset that I was leaving. She had a, a huge fit. She's like, I don't want you to go. And I was like, fuck you. Um, no, I didn't say that. But I was just like, yeah. Yeah. This relationship. I was trying to, you know, Jill brought this up recently where she's Natalie's just so used to us being around that yeah. when one of us goes somewhere, it's really hard for her to understand why we're leaving because we moved out to the burbs, you know, and yeah. we, she's an only kid and we've kind of always been around. And then we started working from home. And we've just always, she's, she's like, she may as well be like a pandemic dog. Like, we're just always around. So we're, when we're not there, she's like, where are you going? What's right. happening? Right, Why right. are you leaving? What did I do? Um, but she went to like a book club the other night. And Natalie was like, I don't want, well, I'm going to go. I'm like, she'll be back. She's going to be gone for like three hours. It's fine. Hours, right. Relax. And we're trying to teach her that this is normal. And at some yeah. point, you're going to go do your own things. And that's normal. And that's okay. And just, you know, so I was going yeah. on this thing. And she's like, oh, I don't want you to go. But she's like, will you will you send me pictures? I'm like, yes, I will send you. She goes, will you send me pictures of Hannah? I go, I will send you pictures of Hannah and Noah. And she goes, nice. will you send me pictures of the, them kissing? And I'm like, will you want me to send you pictures of them kissing? Right now, she's grossed out by love. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. all right. Well, okay, I'll make that happen. And apparently she had some pretty adorable reactions when I sent her pictures of like Aww. Noah and Hannah. And she was like, I think, let me let me get the exact verbiage of uh, what yeah. Jill had sent to me because I had sent a couple photos. And uh, when uh, she so saw, sweet. when she saw Hannah, she said, uh, her mouth dropped open and she said, oh my God, I think I'm going to die because she, ah! she looks, because she looks so pretty. Looks so pretty. Yeah. And I sent a picture uh, of so Noah cool. and Hannah kissing, and Natalie's reaction was, "Yay, I love it!" And she's like, "Jill goes, they made her love love. That's huge." <laughs> the power of Noah and Hannah. Exactly. So That's it amazing. was, uh, yeah, it was, it was such a cool, it was an awesome, awesome weekend. I was looking forward to it. It did not disappoint, and yeah. um, you know, I I hope to hang out with those folks more often, and you know, hopefully, when I take my lumps. When we play Overwatch 2, it'll actually be a little less hurtful, you know, because right. I know they're good. Now you'll know who's teabagging you. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite moments, too, is, you know, like a lot of times people are like in the middle of like a situation like this. They're like, ah, what are the Bears doing? Are they playing the Packers? Like, what's the yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. score? In the middle of I it, there's, all too well. there's something called the Overwatch League which is the pro sports team that are playing Overwatch and like uh-huh. competing. And in the middle of it, uh, Noah's like, hey, uh, did you know that the uh, London Destiny are getting their asses kicked right now? Like just he's calling out. I don't even know if that's a real name. I have no idea. But yeah, he, they were like talking about the, hey, let's throw Overwatch on. I think it's on whatever channel and they wanted to like stream it and show it. I'm like, this is amazing to me that we've come this far that's to instead of amazing. asking about the football game, the hockey game, right. the basketball game, we're like what's Overwatch League go? What's going on with that? Who's up? Who's doing what? And I'm like, this this makes me endlessly happy. So funny. I love that. I absolutely love that. That is so cool. Uh, slight 
uh, tangent from that though, but you made me remember, I think a while ago I sent you a, a reel of uh, some standup who was comparing why, why do, uh, why do nerds get a bad rap, you know? And then, then he talked about like how unbearably nerdy sports fans are. And for some reason, because it's sports, you're considered either cool or a jock or manly or whatever the fuck it is. But if it's a nerd it's like, look, you know, they make fun of you for, for, having a, a, an intense knowledge of this thing. Uh, if you dress up and go to co like it would cosplay to costume, uh, comic cons and stuff, you, you get shit on for it. You know, if you bring up, uh, they can be talking about a game. You bring up a movie they're like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, here's this, you know, but yet they're going to go wear the costume, the Jersey, they know statistics. They go like, it's, it's, well, now, it, they're wearing it, the Jersey it, of a real person. They're like, person. like, I'm Peyton Manning. It's like, are you, yeah. Are you, sir? It's You're wearing a shirt with thing. his name on your back. What's what's weirder? Yeah. That or dressing up like a wizard? You tell me. Right. You know. I just love the fact that if you bring up the, you know, if if in any normal place you bring this up, people, most people would be like, "Oh, you nerd, uh, esports." Like, but it's lit. It's just as valid, and I love the fact that they embrace this because that changed my whole perspective. I'm like, oh yeah. Sports fans are just fucking nerds. Especially they're, they're baseball no fans. Baseball fans are basically like just people that jack off to stats. They just yes. love statistics. They're like, oh my God, it's a four, 400 average. You know, his ERA is unbelievable. It's like, oh my God, there's 160 games in this regular season. Ah! Like, Jesus Christ. And then the statistics get so fucking stupid. Like, it's so oh, specific. Yeah. Like, oh, he's hit the most home runs on a Sunday with the, you know, uh, average. In the rain. Or of 62 degrees when the sun's coming in from the east and it's like at this park he holds the park <laughs> yeah. record you know for yeah. most flies so you know spat out yeah. of a mouth you know in the it seventh inning i'm just so happy that they were asking to put that on and talk about the, the score of the east well, i'll tell you what east too east if you watch these pro level people play overwatch to me yeah. i'm like why do i even bother playing casually i mean these guys are so fucking good they're sure. so goddamn good i i yeah, and man. what's crazy to me I think regular sports casting, like just calling the game, is difficult. Yeah. Watching or listening oh, to these folks call, like out what's happening in this fast-paced video game, yeah. I'm like, how does this guy? How are they doing this? Anyone who who doesn't understand what we're talking about, I challenge anyone to watch a clip of any of these e, of these e-gaming. Uh, uh, games or, or matches mm -hmm. and just look at the screen that they're that they're announcing for that they're calling it is it is nothing but a cluster of of computer players and explosions and things flying across the screen there is zero way to discern anything that's happening on the screen and these people are calling out every single move being made and figuring out who's making the move like some oh, giant yeah. lightning bolt comes across and they're like oh and so and so sent them. It's like how do you know that was them it's a, like well not only that they also have the capability you know it, i imagine they're streaming like when they're doing this it's probably got to be like an actual like switch studio you know like where they have because you can cut to any first person view oh, of any yeah, of the yeah. players yeah, yeah. you can cut to just a spectator view and you can control the camera with how that works and they're just cutting 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 like it is yeah. unbelievable what they hit what they can they cut to the live people that are yeah. actually playing the game it's insane well, and we're talking i just realized we're talking about uh uh overwatch which is a little bit more first person shoot like that's a little bit 
easier, quote unquote, to call than what I was uh, I was talking about the ones where they're doing uh, is it World of Warcraft? Mm -hmm. Yeah, where it's just like it's that I've watched some of those and they move so fucking quick in those, and that's where it's just a cluster of shit happening on screen and there's no discernible like it's all of this is is to say that uh this is legitimate and it's fucking awesome yeah i love it i yeah. think it's it's so great um i i i'm just so on the outskirts of it all i just i'm kind of there but not really overwatch 2 yeah. coming out i feel like has leveled the play, playing field for me a little bit where i feel more comfortable to try stuff out because sure. in overwatch 1 i'm like oh people have been playing this for years and I dabble in and then I leave for a couple of years and I come back and it's just like people are like what the fuck are you doing bro and I'm like I don't know I, I played for a little bit I was Truly decent at this know. character I have three characters I can play that's all I can't play any, <laughs> any other ones whereas now it's like I can actually experiment a little bit and because yeah. it's free to play there's new players things are a little bit different so that's the yeah. best time to play any game I enjoy it for the 24 hours that it's out because we're all in the same playing field Yes. Like we all are the same. We're all learning it. And then very quickly, someone will stay up for three days straight and they will master it. And then that will start disseminating to other people. And then there becomes the what they call the meta, the most efficient tactical, I don't know, avocado. And they essentially become this is the way you're supposed to play. And it, and it becomes like specialized. And you're like, ah, I don't belong here anymore because I... <laughs> Don't have time to dedicate to this anymore. Not like I did when I was 20 years old. Like, yeah, it's it goes away real fast. But <laughs> yes, I thought it was very entertaining that they were like, what's going on with the game? I Overwatch 2. Who's playing right now? What's the score? Oh, they're up. That's crazy. I'm like, wow, this is fun. This is really, Absolutely really fun. Absolutely love that. I love it. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. Um, Justin, how was your weekend? Uh, it was it was all right. Um, I, pulled, I threw my back out. Uh, which is awesome. So haven't worked out in like five plus days. Uh, not thrilled about it. I'm sorry, um, man. That's all. Ask how I threw my back out, Doug. How? Tying my shoe. Tying in a twist of irony, tying my workout shoe. I was going to work out. I bent over to tie it and I felt, I felt that thing slip and I just like doubled over and I was like, uh-oh. Not good. And I got myself back up and I'm like, all right, well, this is my, this is the rest of my week. Just trying to stretch. God some damn it. Tom Cruise. Yeah. By the um, way, I did that the other night and Saudi goes, is that Tom Cruise? I'm like, keeping the joke alive. Ah, love yeah. him. Yep. I, I did a pretty significant deep dive uh, trying to figure out what that actually was from. I don't want to know now. I've resigned myself to not wanting to know because in my mind, it's, it is Tom Cruise. I'm um, impressed. There is an incredible amount of clips out there of people saying, God damn it. Just FYI. <laughs> None this of is a deep, deep, cut. deep cut. Like if you can, okay, yeah. if you ever yeah. want a clue, I'll give you a clue. I don't. But even At then, point, I don't. yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a deep cut. Yeah. I, it's something I heard. I'm like, oh, that'd be fun to clip that out. And I did. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's useful. But yeah, so that's been uh, that's been fun. I, I feel like I'm like 80% of the way back. So I think by the end of this week, I should be ready to hit hit it again. But I have been very – one thing that I realized I didn't have as a contingency plan for if I do get injured mm -hmm. and how I'm going to keep keep working out and moving, uh, I did not plan – I did not think that far ahead. So um, Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, buddy. That's nah, all good, you know. I'm glad you're hopefully on the is. mend here. Yes. 
Yes. It, look, in, in the grand scheme of things, I'll take it. It's a there's a way worse shit that could be going yeah, down. Will. I'm totally, totally you fine. Take I'll take it. You I'll take, take it. it so hard. You just you take it so hard. I will not your butt. Take it, boy. Take it good. There yeah. it is. <laughs> um one other thing, real quick. Um as of recording this, we are one week away from midterm elections, and we don't get ah. too political on here, but I just want to say, um, if you haven't voted. Go do it. Uh, next Tuesday, November the 8th, is the last day to vote. Most places, check wherever the hell you are, you can vote right now. Go out there and do it. Um, make sure that you do. I wasn't usually really big into midterms. Uh, this is a big one in a lot mm -hmm. of places. Um, so I would just say to you, um, do your homework. Check out who's doing what. Uh, there's some really important stuff out there. Some really important Senate races. Uh, there's some really important Secretary of State stuff and down ballot stuff that you should really, really pay attention to. Um, I mean, there's people who are election deniers who are running for Secretary of State, which should probably make your butthole pucker up a little bit because that means that they'll have the power to certify elections. And if they're like, yeah, no, uh, last one didn't count. It's a little alarming. Um, there's some people that were actually at the January 6th uh, Insurrection Festival of 2021 that are actually running for office um yeah find that highly concerning um so all i would say to you is uh you know make if you weren't planning on it uh please do please consider voting uh it's really important your vote does matter uh this stuff is exhausting to stay on top of um but please please go vote um, there's a lot of good resources out there too like ballotpedia vote 411 uh a, a, just a litany of others that you can find that will summarize Stances, uh, referendums, referendums. I, I went on, uh, recently looked at vote 411 and what they did is they asked, uh, in our local election, they asked a lot of the uh, local politicians, uh, the same questions. And so you can see verbatim, like their camp answered these questions and they copied and pasted the answers. And so you can see side by side answers for all these different questions. Um, and it's a real easy way that if you do feel overwhelmed, with all the information and trying to figure out, oh, you know, what is this proposition going to be? What is this referendum going to be? Whose stance on this topic is which way and all that. These websites do a great job of just laying out the information very neutrally, at least from what I've found very neutrally. Mm -hmm. And you can you can see it, you can make your decision, and you can go vote. Yes. Um, yeah, again, not something we get too high up on. Um on the podcast, we try to keep it light and fun, but uh, given the last couple years and the way things have gone, I think it's really important just to make sure that you all understand that um, it's important. This is something yes. I took for granted. Um, growing up, there was a couple elections that I missed because I'm like, that doesn't matter. Um, it does. It does now, and you really <clears> should. So do you, do yourself a favor. Do your, do your job as a citizen. This is part of your job is to go out and vote. So please go do that. Um, you know, make sure that you uh, have your plan. You're ready to go. And again, next Tuesday is the last day to vote. I, right. I mailed my ballot in, which I find fucking awesome, by the way, that I gave me plenty of time to research my shit, send it in on my own time. And I got a notification saying that it was uh, counted. It was accepted. And I'm like, awesome. So please do that. Um, make, make it your mission. Make sure you do it. It is your duty. It's your duty. So it's your duty. It's your duty. Okay. Well, now that we've got that done, now that we've done our job to tell you your job, you fucking oh, animals. Last thing I wanted to ask you about is yeah. 
How was uh, uh, how was last night? As of recording this, last night was Halloween. Yes, how was Halloween? For it was you great. Guys? I had a really Dude. good time. Um, Natalie got to go trick or treating with uh, one of her classmates, which was uh, just two doors down from us, which is great. So she got to go with a friend, which was really cool. Um, it's the farthest we've ever traveled for Halloween, so she got quite the haul. Nice. Um, she also did a school fundraising event on Saturday where it was it was called Trunk or Treat, nice. or a bunch of you know. So she got she has way too much candy. Way too much. Oh, sure. A disgusting amount of candy. She is the Jeff Bezos of candy right now. She's just got <laughs> too much. And uh, But she had a really good time. It was perfect weather. Absolutely perfect weather. It was yeah, chef's kiss for Midwest. Yeah. Like, absolutely wonderful. And then my neighbors just right next door, they have a tradition where they will bring out a little fire pit in their driveway and they just roast um, hot dogs. And they have a big bowl of candy out there. And they Love eat that. them, and they offer hot dogs to other people. They're like, "You want a hot dog?" And I, I usually, I'm sure people are like, "No." There's this one teenager who's like, "You have hot dogs?" They're like, "Yeah." They're like, oh, "Okay, I'll take one." <laughs> Wait, I'm never gonna turn a hot dog down. I was like, "Yeah," roasted <laughs> over an open flame. Yeah, you yeah. got it. No, yeah. Um, so we hung out with them for a little while. Um, Natalie and her friend built Legos in the driveway. It was just as it was getting it's dark. So I'm like, cool, "This man. is this is fantastic. It's this is so great." Cool. Natalie was so excited for Halloween. She was yeah. really scared that I was going to be back in time for it. I actually made it back in time. Her, her school did a, a Halloween parade. Uh -huh. I got there right as it started. And I just was nice. like, I saw her. I was like, hey, I'm here. She was all worried about me not getting back in time. You're like, dad, win. Yeah. And she kept, when yeah. I talked to her on the phone, she'd be like, dad, do you know what tomorrow is? I'm like, is it Christmas? She's like, no. I was like, is it your birthday? She's like, no, it's Halloween. I'm like, oh, right. It's Halloween. I forgot. My bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, she was real excited about it. She had a good time. She was a mermaid, just a regular old mermaid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she had a really good time. I uh, We took Loki with us. She was great. One of the houses gave out dog treats, so I used this oh, opportunity to train her as we were going. So Because nice. she was super into them. She was like, what do you got? We got yeah. in that pocket. I'm like, why don't you sit down and listen to my commands and you'll find out. And she had a really good time. How about you? What was Halloween like for you? It was great. The last uh, <clears throat> last eight years in the South Loop, and then prior to that up in Old Irving Park, we've always lived in either high-rises or multi-unit buildings, and so we've never really had anyone. We've never had trick-or-treaters in the entire 12 years we've been married, 14 years we've been together. We've never really actually gotten to give out candy, um, which always pissed me off, and I know we've talked about this. Living in a high-rise, 43 floors in that building, if I were, and I know there were kids in the building, I saw them. And if I were a kid living in that building, that's a fucking a gold, gold mine, mine, man. Are you yeah. kidding me? Everyone is, they're hostile. You got, you got, just take the elevator up one floor, 16 doors, go knock on them. If you get two out of the 16, you got 43 floors to do. Come on, kids. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, this is your PSA from Uncle Justin. Fucking trick or treat and high rises. Yeah, man. Make it happen, y'all. Done. So here was awesome. Uh, now we're in the apartment complex we're in now is more sprawling than it is uh, up in uh, vertical. So <clears throat> it is more like kind of a self-contained community. And so Beth and I were ready. Uh, we pulled our lawn chairs out, tray table, had the candy, had a cooler of beer for any adults that came by, had uh, our jack-o'-lanterns. Abby was out there with a speaker going and we were, nice. we were set and ready to go. And uh, I had my, um, wore my uh, Hellfire Club t-shirt from Stranger nice. Things. 
and uh, it was it was fantastic. So we didn't have a ton of kids. Uh, we had about I think ten total uh, trick or treaters come by, but from zero to ten, that's a win. I'll Big take deal. it. And next year when we have a house, I told Beth, I go look, we've got ideas. Yeah, our house that's awesome. is going to be that house on the block that people are like, have you gone down to the, the Strandland house down there? Yeah. Oh, you got to stop by. Like I've got, yeah. a, I've got ideas, Doug, and we're going to be the house. I'm going to embrace Halloween. That's awesome. In all its glory. As soon as I get property, there's a couple of houses we've gone to pretty regularly. One of them because they give up full size candy bars and the other one, uh, because they go hard for Halloween decorations, sure. like yeah. big time. Like this guy yeah. slowly over the month starts putting out a little bit more. And then the day of, he brings out his animatronics and yes. He has, and there's always one of their kids is, has like this like plague mask doctor. So they are, they're cloaked and they have like a plague mask and they don't never say anything and they're very creepy and they just sort of like point and hand you stuff. <laughs> and then one of their other kids was wearing, it was one of those T-Rex suits, you know, yeah. where it's like, yeah. but it was Spider-Man. It was a Spider-Man T-Rex. I was like, that's, I love that. okay. It's a T-Rex wearing Spider-Man <laughs> costume. Amazing. Why never not? seen that before yeah. and he's got the, all these big ones he, the one i loved it, he had it last year was like it's an it's a creepy nurse that's head spins all the way around and they yeah, have like yeah. a little table in front of it and it's got knives and they like make it look like it's been operating on somebody and they have a couple other that's ones amazing. that are, they go hard and yeah. everyone comes by their house like it's he this guy loves halloween he's, he's i i like the idea of this uh wiener roast in the front though right as far as like, bringing like the community together like yeah. i might steal that for next year that's really absolutely that's, really that's what yeah. jill and i were saying like once natalie's like too old for halloween or whatever like i think we might adopt that as well either just go absolutely. over to our neighbors if they're still around like hey we're we're, we're setting up camp here with you yeah, and absolutely. just doing this and just having hot dogs <laughs> enjoying the night everyone just brings something it starts to grow it's yeah. that's that's the kind of cool shit right there. it's awesome i love it it's it's so cool yeah. yeah i appreciate the halloween atmosphere and stuff like that i i have a hard time just decorating and stuff for it i just i'm lazy yeah I, i'm like i don't want to spend my time and my effort although i think it, i feel like it's easier with halloween than it is for christmas because so? technically christmas started today so you know <laughs> that's this november first yeah. you know yeah it's like the days it's, it's now it's like jingle bells motherfucker i mean i cannot believe just like it's like someone switch uh flipped the switch like yeah. all of a sudden i'm just like well there's all the fucking christmas commercial like they were waiting yeah this is their waiting. time man they need yeah. that money they need they that money you know i'm like it's Ugh. only gonna get more and more and yeah barf Barf. Barf. The only thing that's worse than political ad season is Christmas season because well, the shitty thing is, is that one bleeds right into the next. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awful, man. When I go to the gym, I'm just bounce. I'm looking from TV to TV to TV. It's just like political ad, political ad, political ad, political ad. I'm like, oh my oh. god, I oh. Yeah. oh. Well, I, was, I was telling you earlier today too, like being in Illinois, uh, you know, you kind of know which way things are going to go in Illinois, and it's. You're going to have political ads for both sides, but traditionally, uh, the one side is more favored, if you will. You know, here in Michigan, it's more of a battleground swing state, and so the the ads are very different. They go hard on both sides, and there are some people who had been really trying to lean in mm -hmm. to uh, the holiday aspect the Halloween aspect yeah. and we got some weird commercials. Like this is local commercials are already weird, but local political commercials that have a uh, holiday theme to them 
might be some of the weirdest commercials I've ever seen. Actually, it's I think we've got a clip from one here. He's gonna go I mean, terrifying. That was it. Yeah, that was the claim that, that he's gonna go John fuck Gibbs. that body. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, this ad brought to you by people against fucking bodies. You know, like yep. So cavernous. <laughs> Just so, so cavernous. So cavernous. Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh, well, I want to talk. I know we had a lot of uh, potential topics. The one I kind of want to get to, uh, as we're we've talked a lot so far. It's crazy. Uh, the one I'd like to uh, kind of really talk about is the new the new social media app, Justin, because we got to stay on top of this. We're almost 40. We I love the fact that out of all the topics, you picked the last. I'm like, we'll never get to this one. Oh, so yeah. I don't really need to prep for this one. 100%. And course, that's, the, that's the one that you go Absolutely. to. Absolutely. I think this is really important. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about at the top of the show. You know, Elon bought Twitter. You're correct. You're correct. I mean, where else can we go? Well, apparently there's a new social media app for high schoolers. Shit. We're out of the out of this. And it's dethroned TikTok and be real in the app store rankings. And it's surprisingly not toxic. What? I, I find that hard to believe, but tell me more. So this app, it's called Gas. I think they should do a little bit better. I mean nah. I don't know, man. Um, it lets users send anonymous compliments yeah, to their friends and so classmates enough. through polls. So, um, apparently there's some sort of hoax saying that it's being used for human trafficking, which unfortunately the creators are like, no, it's not true. We're not doing that. I think I love the the quote at the end of this, uh, article was, uh, uh, oh shit. I lost it. Anyway, uh, the human trafficking hoax about gas app has taken on a life of its own. The app's co-founder tweeted last week, just got a message from a user asking why a van showed up outside their house after installing. (laughs) They're basically just like. Like, well, we tried. <laughs> um, it's amazing how quickly something that has like an altruistic kind of like, we're like, we're going to do this for good. It's amazing how quickly the internet can just take it and go, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, they're just like, you know, we're, we're trying to do good, but apparently not. So the way this works is um, the, the gas users can only vote on pre-written compliments and there's no direct messaging. Okay. So, Interesting. Uh, the company says the app is intentionally designed this way in order to create a place that makes us feel better about ourselves and show users there are people who love and admire you. So there's things like, um, there's like a poll that says, would, would kiss them if you had the guts. And then you could probably type in that person's name and then that person will get a notification. They won't know exactly who said it, but they'll know that someone like would love to kiss you if they had the guts or who would be the next Olympic medalist, you know, and someone would be like, I think it's this person. So someone would be like, some people think that you'd be the next Olympic medalist. So the design is that it's supposed to make people feel good at the end of the day. Um, so it, it gives a like person that you like you would kiss if you had the chance and it gives you a list of like multiple people from your contacts? I think you could probably, my understanding is that maybe you write in or you tag the person that you think, but they won't know exactly that it came from you. So it's, it's okay. like done anonymously. Huh. And interesting. Uh, apparently a Twitter user asked the co-founder, um, how he knows gas won't be a one hit wonder. Um, apparently beer, who's one of the co-founders said, to be honest, I don't really care. Uh, the best part is receiving messages from teens who say the app has helped their mental health and self-esteem. And I'm like, that's really cool. 
That is a that is a really cool. I mean, look, I understand there was a, a podcast when Be Real kind of came out over the over the summer. There was a podcast that um, that was an NPR show that I, I found the podcast of, and they were talking about uh, how no matter like the idea for Be Real was to keep it like you you can't curate your life and show people how you have this like it's you've got two minutes to post, so it's going to make people literally be real. And they were already talking about going over all the different ways that it was becoming a toxic platform and how people were gaming the system, this and that. And it did kind of allude to one of the people posited, is it possible, they didn't think so, to have a non-corruptible social media platform. And mm-hmm. I'm it it's this sounds like it's pretty non-corruptible. It sounds like it it'd be Something that is again just used to build people up. If there's no messaging feature, like it's it's only good questions. It's all anonymous, and you know it it seems like a good thing, but I I worry because I'm like someone's gonna figure out how to fuck this good thing up. It's the internet. Well, I think this is obviously a heavily moderated app, so there's not a lot yeah. of you know because what we've learned from the internet is if you give people free will. It never ends right. well. Right. We talked about this early on, all the corporate times where people were like, hey, type oh, in the name of the next thing. And people are like, oh, oh, oh hope you're ready because we're going to shut oh, down this site. The FBI is going to be knocking on your door here in a couple minutes after we put the shit in here. That you, Oh, this is an open fill form? Okay. Be prepared. Okay. Yeah. And with this, because, um, you know, it's it's you have to select things you know you, you're given multiple choice options um i think it limits what's possible and the idea that it's it's the whole thing is based around the fact of making people feel good so um right. it's not like hey have a dialogue you know it's not like truth social or it's like hey say whatever you want here yeah <laughs> you know because I'm seeing a, a couple of screenshots of how this how this works too. It's like yeah, I was just I was literally just zooming into those at the top here, just trying to see. And like this shows one it says, "See who likes you." It's like uh, who do you secretly admire, and someone can choose someone. It's like well, it says from a girl in tenth grade. Yeah. Who do you secretly admire? And then there's yeah, there's there's like four options. Yeah, it's like uh, get clues on who it is. Gas up your friends. Their smile makes my heart melt and you can choose someone. It's like get flames when you're picked, you know, just an idea of, you know, showing people. Yeah, yeah. That is, you know what? I, 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 I don't know much about it, but I like it. I don't know how people would use this for fucking trafficking, but whatever. Um, yeah. I, uh, I like the concept of this. I have yeah. to be, uh, be honest there. Yeah. How I do mean, people find, how, do, how do apps like this? This is the old man in me coming up. Yeah. How do people find it? How did this become big? <laughs> How do people know about this? Well, I mean, it's it's obviously a hit with with teenagers, with high schoolers, because that's what it's designed for. Yeah. Um, and I think that is, I don't know. I, I love everything about this. I love I love the the thought behind it, and you know, social media has become such a toxic wasteland of radioactive, mm-hmm. poisonous terrain that it's it's absolutely soul sucking. Just it, it's so easy. To go down these rabbit holes. I go on Twitter and I'm just like, doop a doop a doop. I'm like, hey, this has piqued my curiosity. And I'm like, click on show the thread. And before I know it, I'm like, what have I done? Where am I? I didn't follow the path. I'm lost. 
there's blood everywhere. I don't agree with this or that. I don't know what's happening because then I get curious because someone will say something wild. I'm like, well, who is this person? I click on their profile and I start scrolling down everything that they've done. And then I find something else and I click on that. I'm like, how do I get out of here? Where do I get back? Where's the exit? Where am I? This is so bad because everyone's got hot takes. Everyone's got the hottest take. Everyone's got something, you know, just it's, it's complete dog shit. You know, and we talked about this before. It's like everyone has a platform now. Everyone has a yeah. giant megaphone that could potentially go to anyone entire in the entire world. Yeah. Not everyone's necessarily going to yeah. hear it, but here we are in our microphones, and this could go potentially anywhere. But tens of people listen to it, which thank you, all <laughs> ten of you. Um, but you know the idea that you could just hop on there and just be like, and just have the shittiest takes of all time. I mean, yeah. I, I, if I'm trying to go back in time and think about myself, 14, 15 years old. And if I were to somehow meet myself and be like, Hey, there's going to be a technology that allows you to say something that anyone in the entire world can read or hear or see. And the idea of that, I would like to think even 14 year old Doug would be like, I don't think that should be given to everybody. <laughs> I don't think this is as I look around at my classmates and be like, yeah, I don't think we, he should have that. I don't think he should. Definitely not him. Not that guy. Um, yeah. Probably not her. Uh, probably not that coach. Tell you that much. Probably not him. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think even then I could be like, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think we all need this power. I don't think this right. is. Uh, you basically given everyone rings from the rings of power. It's like no. <laughs> it's uh, it's corrupted us. We we gonna we've, corrupt. Yep. So we've fallen under its curse. It's given us power, and we've abused it, and uh, this is bad. This is really, really bad. You should have seen this coming, guys. Did no one see this coming? You didn't see this? They're still studying, I think, the effects of this on people, and it's not good. No. It's not good at all. Um, And I'd be lying if I said that I haven't fallen to its, you know, tempting desires. When I post something on YouTube, like one of our clips or something, I'm like, how did it do? Right. Did people watch it? You immediately, like, did they like it? I need validation. How yeah. are the likes? Like Let the most recent one I did about Ant Man's farts, which you should all check out on our <laughs> YouTube channel. About <laughs> if you haven't seen that episode about you know Ant Man and his farts, I was like, I I was also trying out a new posting time. I posted it really early morning, and I woke up and it was like seventeen hundred views. And I was like, yes, yes, I win. Oh, um, it felt good. And then it stopped, but still, like, I got something. I'm like, all right, that's better than the one that got 17, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> let me ask you this, though. Would, if, if someone came to you, if the, the World Council of Developers came to you and oh said, Doug, should we continue to try to develop positive social media platforms, or should we just stop developing social media platforms and pivot to something else? What would you say? Something like this gas, gas social or what? Is it just gas? I guess it's called gas. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So something like this gas, does this make you see potential that social media, a branch of it could at least be used for good? Or do you think social media is just inherently corrupt or corruptible? I think the better question, let me answer those questions before I give you 
before you tell me what a better question what is. What a better question is. <laughs> um, I, this does give me hope. It does give me hope. I, I think um, we need more of these kinds of things out there. Um, yeah. I don't know how much of this would work with adults. I would like to think maybe. I think the hardest thing about this is like with adults, it's just like some rando, you know, likes you. It's like, yeah, he's right. jerking off to your profile picture. It would That's turn what it into is. a hookup app. That's what it, what it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is great. I think this is especially what youth of that age, like the, the, yeah. the target audience needs stuff like that when yeah. they're bombarded with nonsense on Instagram and everything like that. Like they need something like this. Um, my question would be, can we ever go back? Is there any way where we can all collectively be like, yeah, no more social media? Right. Is there can any way? put back in the tube? I, I mean, because the thing is, there's, there's a lot of money to be made uh, yeah. from people would, who become influencers. I mean, yeah. well, I mean let's face it. I mean, we, the, social media has helped us get more subscribers. It's helped us Absolutely. get more followers. You know, more people have shown up here. You know, I posted about playing Gloomhaven, we had a guy show up. He was like, oh, you're playing Gloomhaven again. Like, you know, they, they showed up again. Thanks for yeah. being here, Goblin. Appreciate you. Um, but it, it, obviously it's helped us. And, and the idea that someone can promote something, if you get enough followers and you get a big enough following, you could create right. a career. You could promote things. Like, it, it, it's furthers business in that regard. To the average person, I don't think it's beneficial. I really don't. I don't yeah. think there's a ton of value there. Um, I'm specifically thinking through the lens of Twitter because I really don't use much, much else. Like Twitter is a boy, is it a place? It's, it's, you know, I think I've told stories about this before in, in World of Warcraft. There was this uh, low level area called the Barrens. If you mm -hmm. played on the Horde side and, uh, it was known, it was legendary for, there was different chats. So like this, it was zoned out. So if like you left one place, went to another zone, it would be like, cool. You are now in this zone's chat. You'd be leaving one of the most populous cities in the region, and you'd be leaving. You'd see things like, hey, I'm looking for this group to do this. Hey, I'm trying to sell this, and blah, 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 blah. And then you'd leave, and you'd go to Baron's chat, and all of a sudden it'd be like, Chuck Norris could fuck you up. It's just like all of a sudden you head into the chat, and the weirdest shit would just start, like, people would be talking, and it was, it was across all servers, it was known, the unwritten rule was that Baron's is a weird place. And Baron's chat is meant to be weird. It was like the Portland of the World of Warcraft. We're like, we got to keep it weird, y'all. There's Chuck Norris jokes and everything were being said. And it was just yeah. common knowledge. Even when, like, people didn't have to be there anymore, people would still intentionally go there and just hang out at high, as high levels and just be like, we're going to make Baron's chat weird and we're going to do it. Yeah. The internet, social media is the Baron's chat. Like, Twitter is the Baron's chat yeah. of, of our world where, unfortunately, everyone's take just... It, there's some, for some reason... It feels like there's a legitimacy behind it, even though there's absolutely not. You know, yeah. people are like I have an opinion, and this is it. It's like the, the, the Twitter experts that come out of the woodwork whenever oh, anything absolutely. happens. The lawyers, yeah. the Twitter lawyers that come out, the the Twitter pundits, the yep. the sports, you know, phenoms that are there to tell you everything that could possibly be blah da 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 da. The terrible arguments that take place over that. It's just a bunch of fighting. I'm like, do we? Well, I don't think we need this. I really don't. Yeah, but. Can we take it all away? I don't, I don't think, I think the answer to that is no. I think anytime someone gets a taste of that kind of power, I, I think that they would 
either they would revolt if it was taken away and we would see some really fucked up things happening or someone else would just redevelop something that was very similar to it to just take it. But I think people, once they get a taste of it, they don't want to, they don't want to put it down, even though it might be best for them. They don't want to put it down. I would also say that I feel like it's been out in the grand scheme of things too. It's amazing at how short a span of time, something like, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram have actually been out, but the impact that they've had, it is as if they've been out for 50 years, you know, like it, the, the impact that they've, they are now solidified into our, our, like the zeitgeist of like, this is something that we do. This is what we do. We do social media as a part of our, I wake up, I make coffee, I take a shit, I check Twitter. Like that is what people, like that is a routine for a lot of people. So I think even though it's been around for a short amount of time, it has burrowed itself into our into our 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 days. And I just don't think people are will ever give that up. I think it's just and it's been engineered in such a way that it's it's addictive, you know? It's I, Yeah, though that's the thing is the algorithm the algorithm feeds into the vicious cycle of engagement and what gets engagement is vitriol and argument and that sort of stuff. That's the stuff that will generate, you know, stuff to your eyeballs because they know that it works. So it's, it's a really unhealthy, toxic thing. I had that with TikTok for a hot second where my algorithm was just uh, people freaking out. It was Karen's. It was, and it was, it was practical. Doug was stuck to it because it's like, okay, what what's the context for this? Like yep. I need to know like why this happened and what is going to be the consequence for this behavior. And most of the time you didn't get either. You didn't really understand what started it yeah. and you don't really know what happens after. And I, it was this very, just it left this hole in me where I was like, Oh, well that's crazy. And the next one pops up like, well, what's going on here? And it was you bad. Almost flipped to the next one with the, with the thought of, well, maybe I'll get it on this one. Maybe yeah. I'll get the, well, I want a little bit more, a little bit more on this one. And, and I found myself and, getting yeah. angry as I'm watching. Yep. Cause I'm like, this is, this behavior's uncalled for. This is bullshit. And yeah. I, I had to, like, I didn't touch TikTok for weeks and now it's yep. overwatch two videos. I'm like, now we're talking. That's what I want. Now we're talking. Yeah. I can, I can I- tolerate that. <laughs> and I don't even hop on there that much. When I do it, it's like the first video is overwatch. I'm like, okay, good. I get yeah. that algorithm. Thank you. You're doing better now. You get me. Um, yeah, I think I think maybe maybe what could happen is th- I don't know if we'll have a such a large collective of social media. Maybe we'll split off into a bunch of smaller social media things because you've got your truth social social truth socials. You've got your parlors. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got like you know people are coming up with some of these side. Now, granted, those are pretty in my opinion, crazy places to be. Yeah. Um, but those are like th- things like, ah, you know what? This is These are the kind of people I want to be around. It's possible maybe we see that in the future where there's, instead sure. of one giant platform where people sure. just fucking hate everybody, they'll like, hey, let's go to one place where we'll create more echo chambers where we can hate people on a more micro level, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I worry about my daughter. I worry about her and the world Naturally. of social media and what that's going to do to her. I worry about what being young and being a teenager, teenager is hard enough to navigate without social media, making things just a million times worse because that's yeah. what it does. And I can't say this again. I'm so thankful. I didn't have to go through that because I don't know how I would have handled it. Right. Um, I was a big fucking idiot 
with a lot of stuff that I did and I probably would have done what I did for that homecoming night. I would have been like, I'm being funny. And I would have said and wrote something really dumb Yep, and it would have lived in the world forever. Um, I try to cut some of these kids some slack with that stuff because I'm like, I didn't have that. And I know I said some dumb shit. Um, I think there should be some ability to forgive and hopefully, you know, learn and move on. Um, But this is the idea that I have to just try and prepare Natalie for this world that exists. And I'm like, hey, by the way, this ain't fun. It ain't great. The world isn't necessarily a good place. I hate to ruin your innocence, but don't don't trust anybody on there. Let's start with that. (laughs) Don't trust anybody because it's gross. But yeah, I don't know. I... I'm thrilled that this app exists. I'd love to see more of this stuff. I'd love to see more. I'd love to see it adapted in a, in a, to, for adults. I'd love to find something that would just make people feel better, improve the overall social aspect because there's just this sense of animosity that just inherently exists, I think, among all of us. We all apply this they to everyone. It's like, there they go. There they right. are. I was going for a jog in middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, or I'm sorry, Michigan, and I kind of got nervous. You wait, wait, tell some... for a jog? I didn't think you. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think you went past a run, uh, walk. A Sometimes walk. I do, especially on nice. days like where I'm not lifting. I'll try to jog. I actually, I, I ran for two miles and walked for two miles. Of course, now I tweaked my calves, so I'm like, great. I guess I'll be walking for the next two weeks. But while I was jogging oh, through some of these, there. yeah, right through some of these uh, areas, I was like, I wonder if they're like, who the fuck is this guy? You know. Is this one yeah. of those guys? Because I'll tell you what, the political signs I saw in front of those places, they were pretty aggressive. And I wonder if they're like, who's this fucking guy? What's he doing here? What's he Running. think he is? I didn't get a lot of, hey, good mornings. It's got a lot of looks. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. And I just had these thoughts of like, what if I have to like, someone's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I have to be like, hey, I'm staying down that way at the resort. I'm just I'm trying to exercise. You guys don't have fucking sidewalks here. What do you want from me? I'm yeah. sorry. This is the most safe. This is the least trafficked area. I figured I'd run here. What do you want from me, sir? Get back in your truck with the truck nuts and go about your business. With the truck nuts? Yeah. Running yeah. over critters or whatever the hell it is you do. I don't know. But yeah, there's just that sense of like, I don't want to be here. Whereas yeah. I feel like 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. It would have been more of a just casual like, hey, there's another human. Now it's like, what do you think? What are you thinking, buddy? Yeah, it. I've I have noticed it more after having moved here. Um, in Chicago, I felt like I was a little bit more able to just assume uh, political standings or 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 leanings. Um, you know, I, I felt a little bit more. I find myself having to uh, gauge who I'm talking to and read a situation a little bit more intently before I open up. And it is, it's interesting. Cause I'm like, we should, I, sh- I, in all, by all rights, I shouldn't feel that way. I, we should just be talking person to person. And if we disagree on some things, that's fine. But my biggest fear is that we're going to get, if I'm talking to someone, we're going to, something will be mentioned and that's going to just set a wildfire off. And it's, it's weird that I'm like, I'm, it's a whole different level of social anxiety. It's yeah. just, and it's just bizarre that we're, as a society, we're dealing with it now. It's just very weird to me. 
the divide that exists yeah. between us and our ideologies and and whatnot. Because that's everything too. Is the social media is propagated misinformation, disinformation. It's 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 purported lies yes. and conspiracy theories. They've lived on. They've be, they've. I mean, the news about the guy who went after uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, and fucking, you know, they. Yeah. In case you aren't aware, uh, this guy invaded the home of Nancy Pelosi looking for her. Uh, she wasn't there. He ended up attacking uh, her husband, uh, hitting him in the head with a hammer. And his goal was to kidnap her, uh, interrogate her, and basically break her kneecaps. That was his goal. And when they went and inspected his social media, it was filled with conspiracy theories and all sorts of all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, this is what has now just... It's in, in, infiltrated people's brains. This is their yeah. reality because they can find, they can go to imright.com and find whatever they need to fulfill their fantasies. Right. And it's fucking terrifying. Jared, you've missed all the, Jared's like heavy topic this morning. We've talked about fun stuff too. Yeah. The, the, the first like two thirds of this podcast was fun stuff. You came yeah. in at the wrong point. So get here earlier, Jared. Or you came in at the right point, Jared. Tell us, you Either know, way. Well, I'll tell you what, you came in at the right point because with this heavy topic, there is one person who can solve all the problems and all the questions just by using his superpower. Surprise, that motherfucker. That's right. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical, duh. If you've never been here before for Ash Practical Doug, there's a tiny Doug that lives inside Large Doug, and Tiny Doug is known as Practical Doug, and he guides Large Doug in all of life's quandaries, through all of life's quagmires, and answers all of life's questions for him. Uh, so you can ask Practical Doug a question if you'd like. Join us live on Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, uh, you can ask on uh, on the YouTube chat. Um, Sorry, did you talk about Musk wanting to charge twenty dollars a month for blue check marks on Twitter? Nope, didn't need to. Moving on. <laughs> I watched him negotiate down to eight dollars with Stephen King today. Over, yeah, it was great. The two of them were having on a dialogue. Yeah, wait, uh, that's now that's a dialogue nowadays. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's because because Elon's like, hey, we gotta do some stuff. What do you think about eight dollars a month? It's like. Is this really happening right now? Is this really happening? Yeah, so the same way that you charge that that celebrities have to pay for their walk on the 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 star on the Walk of Fame, he's gonna charge you for a fucking blue check. Yeah, it's uh yeah originally twenty dollars a month. Buy it then? You know what? I don't care. I this is what happens. You get sucked down this hole. This is social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I don't give a fuck. Blue check mark or not, does not matter. That's it. Moving on. You can join us live. You can ask Practical Doug on YouTube. On our Discord, there's a special channel just for that. If you want to traverse the social medias after we've uh, built them up, hashtag Ask Practical Doug. Tag us. Let us know. What do you want to know? Today's Practical Doug question is a very open-ended question. In general, Practical Doug, what are your thoughts on peeing in the shower? Uh, I, mean, I, I think we it's may have covered too. this before. Right? Um, have we? I don't know. I feel like this is a conversation like we've had plenty of times, and I'm willing to have it again. To be honest with you, uh, I'm right? okay with it. I say do we it. We may have talked about it, but has practical yeah. Doug answered it? Yeah, I, I, I see. I mean, I think there may be some actual. Uh, here's, here's what I say about it. 
should your waist go down? Should you waffle stomp your poop in the shower? No, you shouldn't poop in the shower. We'll just start there. Don't do that, okay? Poop in the toilet, all right? It goes to the right place. My understanding is that shower water is known as gray water. Uh, Doug, close the close the door. Close the door, quick. Damn dog. Quick, quick. Well, there we dog's go. in here to stay now. Yep. You're a good man, Justin. Oh You're a good man. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, my understanding is that shower water is gray water, meaning that it's like dirt, it's soap. It's shampoo, so it's not it's not the same as like waste. You're, you're saying what you're standing in. What as you're showering and where it's going, like as you clean yourself, yeah. the water that then goes down the drain is, is known as gray water. It's known it's, as gray water. Okay. Yes. So then again, I'm not a plumber and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor plumber. I'm so, gonna put these two things out there um, uh, at the top. I remember years ago, Bill Burr, when someone was asking him a question, like he was talking about peeing in the shower, and some plumber actually like wrote to him and be like, "Yeah, this is what this is." And I think this is what I think I'm remembering him saying is that that is considered gray water, which is different right. than brown water, which is which you're pissing and shitting and things like that in the okay. toilet. Like those don't go to the same place. They go. Okay. They go to different treatment facilities because one has poop in it. The other one doesn't. So that's interesting. I did not know this. Okay. So again, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. This is my understanding of it. However, um, I have no problem peeing in the shower. As far as I'm concerned, I'm like, let it loose. Let it go. It's fine. At the end of the day, I'm like, what's worse? You scrub a bunch of dirt off your body. It goes down the drain versus you pee in it. It's gross either way. So yeah. just let her loose, you know. I but, would say as long as your as long as your drain's not backed up. Also good if point. If you get a slow draining drain in the shower, maybe don't. Maybe just Well, how about that. fix your drain? All you got to do is get an auger. I know how to do this. You can go and you clean it out. I do that probably like once every 2 months because my two ladies have long hair. So yes. and they clog that shit up like crazy. So You're sure it's not you? That's what I Listen. I won't say that I don't get fuzzies and stuff attached to me, like from my shirts. I take my shirts off. There's always some sort of fuzzy stuck somewhere. Usually it, it balls up in my belly button for some reason. I don't know why, but sure. that's where it is. Jill will usually joke about it. She goes, I found it because there's always one. She, she, she'll, she'll be like, I got it. It's right here because I take off my shirt. I don't know that it's there. She's like, I found it. Yeah. I found it. Found I'm it. always like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you have a slow draining tub, then you should fix that shit because that's gross because that's how you get like some of that those particles and things to like, you know, you you you. Your tub empties. You're like, what's this line of dirt around right. the rim? It's like, yeah, because you have a slow draining tub. Fix that shit. Right. Okay. It's not that hard. You can do it. You don't have to hire anybody. Ask me. I'll teach you how to do it. It's very simple. Uh, but yeah, I, I say let her loose. Pee if you need to in the shower. Do not poop. Do not poop in the shower. That's not, that's not what we do. We're better than that, you've, gang. We're you've heard it here. And odds are the toilet's right next door. So just literally take a step out. I don't care if you get the floor wet. Just right. Take your poop in there. Or better yet, poop first and then shower. That saves you a lot of trouble. Saves kind of on the toilet like, pepper, you know? Right. The toilet pepper? The toilet pepper, yes. Yep. You know what Fresh I mean? Fresh toilet pepper. You know? The girls clog the shower, Doug clogs the toilet, and the whole family moves on. You gotta save the toilet pepper. You have to. Save it. Shit fast and then shower. You dirty bird. <laughs> shit, shit fast and then shower. That's what it's funny like, you dirty bird. <laughs> Who are you showing is my question. <laughs> look how fast I did it. Look. Look how fast I did it. 
Time me. As soon as the door closes, time me. Hit start. I watched, uh, I think it was, Jill sent me a reel or something, and it was a... Uh, um, this girl like unplugged the wireless router while her uh, significant other went into the bathroom and he came out real fast. He's like, wow, that was quick. He's like, yeah, our internet sucks. Like he's just like made off and a comment. He's just like, yeah, he's like, I came out. He's like, yeah, our internet sucks. Or he's just like, yeah, I guess I didn't really have to go or something like that. He's like, man, our internet really sucks. Doesn't it? He's just, yeah. Can't stay in there forever when your wireless doesn't work. Yeah. You bastard. So yeah, you're here um, to hear uh, pee in your shower. Uh, put the voice mod back on and give me uh, this week only toilet peppers are two ninety nine at Safeway. This week only toilet peppers are two ninety nine at Safeway. Get them while they're out. Perfect. Did it come wanted. out right? This, this might be my new favorite thing for the voice mod. <laughs> request this your request what you want to hear on my voice mod. Hit us up. You know how they do the honest trailer guy at yes. the end of the honest trailer? Yes. Yes. This is this is that for us. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what voice you want. You know? Uh do you want Do you want the goblin? Because we can do the goblin. Goblin can say something for you. Say something real nice. Real catchy, real fast, or real slow, depending on how you want it done. Or you can do the narrator, you know? We could do it deep if you want. We can do whatever. This is this is yours. The world this is your yours. oyster. World is your oyster. You know what? Maybe that's a uh, maybe that's a Patreon uh, bonus that we give people. Yeah, is that you know every every month they get uh, they get a, a, a I don't know five things that they can make you say. Yeah, or a thing. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it Spoiler, out. Spoiler: Even though you know Twitter allows it, we will not be saying the N word. So let's just get that out of the way now. Bingo! Bingo! Um, cool. I have plantar fasciitis. And that's how we end that segment. <laughs> we found, we got our opening, we got our closing. We got our closing. There we go. That was fun. I liked it. I liked it very much. Uh, Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? I am going to recommend uh, a film on Netflix called All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh. Uh, it is about, it's a German film about World War One. Uh, a war that I know uh, admittedly uh, shockingly little about. I mean, we've got, we are inundated with world war two stuff from documentaries to uh, TV series, to movies, to like everyone talks about world war two, but the great war, the world war one um, very little uh, historically has been put out about that. And, and so I do find it fascinating when something of quality comes out about it. Um, this is it's it's fantastic. Cine, uh, the cinematography is stunningly gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Um, the the acting is fantastic. Uh, it it again just the topic. It deals with the just the last leg of the war. I think late nineteen seventeen into nineteen eighteen when the war ended, and it's kind of like everyone else is kind of you know made their treaties and is under peace. So Germany and France are like the last two. Uh, powers that are fighting with each other and this follows like them trying to wrap things up and it's just it's it's good man and the score is Bob, uh, Bob Ballmeyer recommended it to me and he was like you got to pay attention to the score it's got this beautiful orchestral score but then over that is this weird synthy industrial it just it it shouldn't work but it does and it builds such unrelenting tension and it's just it's 
really good. It's German, um, German film, so it's it's going to be told a little different than your typical American, uh, you know, the U.S. Hollywood version of what you'll see. But German cinema, you know, is it's it's its own thing, and it's really cool. But Netflix picked it up and brought it over, and you can, you know, um, the dubbing is a little odd when you dub it in English, but it's uh, it's it's cool. So I would strongly recommend it. Apparently, it was based on a book. That was written in 1929. In 1930, there was a movie done, and then they just redid the movie again this year. I was gonna so. say I, the the name sounds like an older movie. So like yeah. when I saw that showing up, I'm like, I thought this was an older movie. I guess they remade it. So good for them. Yeah, um, and it's I think it's uh, it's been nominated or it's been submitted for the um, uh, foreign uh, the best film um, best foreign film at the Academy Awards. So. I think it's got a strong contender. I, I don't know a lot of uh, the other ones that are that are out there have been submitted, but this one, this this just feels like Oscar worthy. So I would nice. strongly recommend this. It's very very good. It's heavy, but it's good. Nice, very cool. What do you got? Uh, I found a really great cover the other day. It's five years old, so I'm really on top of this. Uh, this band called Abandoned by Bears, which I love that name. Uh, they yep. did uh, I Want You Back, Jackson Five cover. And uh, they're on Victory Records, so it's got a little bit of a heavy, heavy note to it at times. So they they play it, and I think like a drop D or uh, a lower, a lower thing, yeah. and it's really, really enjoyable. It's got all the. I'm like, this is how a cover should be done. I got, I went on a rant during Noah's wedding because after the wedding we were hanging out and someone was playing this. Uh, it was uh, you know a Tears for Fears cover. You know, everyone wants to rule the world, and it sounded exactly yeah. like Tears for Fears. And I went into podcast mode. I'm like, um, so are these guys doing a cover? Or are we just listening to the exact song by Tears for Fears? Like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, because this sounds exactly like them. Why would I listen to this over the original? Because it sounds exactly the same. Do they do anything different about it? Is there any sort of spin? I'm like, well, you know, maybe we should play Doug this song and this. And they talk about that. I'm like, wow, those lyrics sound cool. Would love to see that in this song. But instead, it sounds exactly like the original. Why bother? And I started going in a real big rant about it. And this song by Abandoned by Bears, uh, I Want You Back, has that fun energy of, you know, the Jackson 5, but it also throws in some screamo from time to time and some pretty cool uh, guitar licks and uh, makes it, they make it their own. And I'm like, that's the, that's the sign of a good cover. So nice. uh, again, five years old, a little late to the, late to the party here. I don't even know if this band's together anymore, but Abandoned by Bears, I Want You Back, Jackson 5 cover, check it out. Wherever you find music, it's pretty good. Let me know what you think. Did you like it? Do you think it's cool? What do you think makes a good cover? Huh? Tell me, because we'll discuss it at a later time. <sighs> uh, well, gang. Yes, I, I feel good now. I got that off my chest. I had a blast. Justin, did you have yes. fun? I had an amazing time. In fact, I... I just poop-jaculated my moist missile. That's it. Indeed. I mean, more importantly, not only did we get to talk about things, but we got to learn something. <laughs> did you know that Squirt is me? And did you also know that I don't care? These are things we learn while we're here. Um, and if you want to learn more, check us out at youtube.com slash mindgappodcast, uh, where we live stream at the podcast Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central. Uh, this Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 
Uh, we're going to be doing an Overwatch 2 stream again, so come hang out with, with us for that. Should be a load of fun. And don't forget to follow us on all our social medias, the place where mental health is key. Uh, all of them at MindGap Podcast. Check us out there. And uh, please don't forget to follow Justin as well. That's true. On Instagram, Twitter, and Gas, you can follow me at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. The fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Good Pods, all the places you can find and consume podcasts, you can find and consume us. And we'd be darn happy if you did. Uh, you can share, rate, review, subscribe, all those things. The big one is sharing. Just let people know we're out there. Just share it around. Find your favorite clip from your favorite short that we put out, uh, favorite episode, uh, or just a link to the general show page and, and send that to someone and say, hey, I think you'd like these, these dorks. You know, they talk about some crazy stuff and then two east eighth.com and uh two east eighth and all your social media and then also of course please don't forget to check out love and improv uh that's love and improv film.com love and improv film on instagram and love and improv on twitter as they say well uh gang i hope you're all doing well Remember, if you're from the U.S., fucking get out and vote. Take care of that shit. It's your job. Do yep. it. Do your job. Uh, and we will see you Friday for the Overwatch 2 stream. And with that, I want to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.